it is a nonprofit, and I was like, oh, my mom does nonprofit consulting. Oh, so you used and me? And I did. I used you. <laughs> I used me to make a connection. I used you to talk to Tyler. Hey, Bachelor Nation. This is the Bachelor for the Ages podcast, and we're talking all things Bachelor. The romance, the tears, the drama, and everything in between. So if you like it, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. All right, let's get into it. What's up, Bachelor Nation? I'm Sarah. And I'm Debbie. And this is the Bachelor for the Ages podcast. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Are you going to call me Debbie, or are you going to call me by my other name that you you know me by? Um, I think we're, we're still deciding on that, Deb. Okay. No, I'm kidding. So, um, I, we started this podcast because we've been watching The Bachelor together for years. Many years. And do you want to maybe talk about how we met? <laughs> sure. Well, I've known Sarah, so Sarah is 20. And I've known Sarah for 20 plus nine months. So Sarah's my daughter, which is why I'm joking around about her calling me maybe mom on this. I don't know when mom will break out. It will probably be mom. (laughs) But yeah, I've known Sarah for a very long time. And I was so happy when you arrived, Sarah. You were my, uh, my daughter. And I had no idea how much fun we would have in store for us watching season upon season of The Bachelor yes, together. Yes, and we've watched a lot together. We did. But yeah. you you started alone at first. I so. did because you were little. You were still in your diapers. <laughs> so once like, I was potty trained, then I could watch. I figured we could graduate you to actually watch you with me once you, once you were potty trained, which I have to just say, was it much criticism or kind of eye-rolling of my friends and colleagues because they couldn't believe that I put my impressionable three-year-old, four-year-old daughter in front of in front of The Bachelor. But really, you seemed like you've turned out pretty darn good. So. Yeah, no, I have. My standards might be a little high, but I think uh, I'm pretty good. Um, so you started watching the first, at uh, the first season, right? I did. I started watching with Alex. He was, it was the very first season. I'll never forget um, when that first episode premiered. I was so excited because it was like the time of reality television starting to come out, and this was like, you know, a love story. And I have always been a sucker for the rom-com movies, mm-hmm. the happy endings. This is my this is my vibe. You knew yeah. that. So, um, so yeah. So I started watching the very first season. I never forget when Chris Harrison introduced him, and we watched. We got all of his background. I that that first season is still like vivid in my memory. It's crazy. Yeah. So I remember Byron Velvick, which I think was like <laughs> around two thousand four. So I was four. Is like the first name that sounds familiar to me, and like, hmm, maybe I watched that one. Um, but I know for a fact that like the Prince Lorenzo years, oh, like yeah. I remember watch, like I have vivid memories of like Erica. I think her name was like the crazy Tiara girl. Like I remember her running around the mansion. So it was the latest six years old when I started watching. Oh, totally. It it was before that, but um, but yeah, I don't I don't admit that to too many people. Now I've just told all of Bachelor Nation. So yeah, but it was fun watching with you. Yes, we have so many stories and so many memories of of these seasons. And we we haven't missed one since. We have not missed one. We are loyal, loyal, loyal Bachelor Nation people. Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, mm-hmm. the Bachelor Pad. <laughs> Big OG. Oh, yeah, totally. And then there was, what was the winter one? There was a winter games one. Oh, yeah, one. there was a winter games one. We yeah. We totally did that one, too. So we have a lot a lot to share. But we thought it'd be fun, right, because it's a mother-daughter, kind of a different approach to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I think we, we have two perspectives, almost. Very, very different, interesting perspectives. Gen Z. 
and Gen X. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep the age loose, you know. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate I appreciate that very much. Um, but yeah, we have. I thought that would be kind of interesting. A mother daughter take on the Bachelor, maybe unique. Maybe this makes us a little bit unique in our podcasting here because I don't know of any other mother daughter, you know, duo. That, do you? Yeah. No. I mean, a lot of my friends. When I said like, oh yeah, like I watch it with my whole family, they're like. Lot, that's weird. So I don't think even a lot of mother and daughter duos like watch it together. I think it's more of like a friend thing that people do. So definitely oh, a unique perspective. That's that true? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think so. Maybe think you've so. spoiled me by watching with me and I know you just such a all, gift. <laughs> I do. You've humored me all these years. Everybody else is watching with their friends in here. We did have that one time where we we did like a bachelor. Do you remember that we did like a bachelor party? It was for one of the weddings. We did like a bingo. That was. And we got fun. roses and yeah, that was fun. That was totally fun. And then we did the whole. Remember when there was the, um, the time where it was like you could do all your pickings on the Bachelor Fantasy, Fantasy League. Bring that back, please. Oh, oh that, like, was, that so was awesome. Fun. That was so fun. That was really fun. So I thought we could start off by just kind of obviously we're in this in between seasons. This is like such a great time because usually we have to wait months from when you know it's the Bachelorette and then usually we get Paradise and then it's months until the Bachelor starts up again in January. And we have this really, like, nice time where it's just a week in between that we have to wait. And then it starts right back up and we can jump right into Matt James' season, which I've actually met him. So that's a funny story. Oh, I can't wait to hear that story. But before you do that, I just want to talk about how, yes, there's always been a season that starts in January, Mm -hmm. right? And I have to say, that has been my saving grace to the worst um, case of Sunday blues Definitely. after the New Year's holiday and the holidays are over and you have to go back to work. And then I always knew, well, with that first Monday, I'd have The Bachelor to watch. Yeah. So, but you're right. It's kind of nice. We just finished with Tasha's season. Well, Claire and Tasha's season, which we yes. can talk about. And now, yeah. here we are. We're starting that season again. Now and you, I'm excited. So you have to tell, okay, now that you've like kind of piqued the curiosity yeah. of our listeners. So what is the Matt story? Of course, I know this, but please yeah. tell everyone. So we, so obviously we're huge super fans and I'm also a big Soul Cycle gal. Totally. And Tyler Cameron, who was the runner up on Hannah season. Loved him. Loved him. Such a cutie. Oh yeah. And we, me and my friends actually signed up to go to a Soul Cycle class. That was him. It was for a charity. It was in New York City. So that'd be fun, you know, make a day out of it, take the train into the city, do the soul cycle, you know, the whole thing. And, you know, we all came to see Tyler, but really the man of the hour was really Matt James. And it was so funny because he was there. I mean, he's Tyler Cameron's like best friend or something. And he definitely had like a, he seemed almost like they were doing this for this charity. It was like ABC Food Tours or something, um, which seems like a really interesting like organization, but you could see, I think Matt James was kind of like the more of the business side of it. So he was at the end, he was kind of networking. Like I saw him like getting people's like business cards. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not prepared for this. But yeah, he's very tall and handsome and I'm excited to oh, watch his season. I'm very excited about his season. And I didn't realize, um, I knew of course of the whole so cycle. I mean, of course I got the zillion pictures over text mm-hmm. of, and you've got some great pictures of you and your friends with Tyler, which was so cool. But I didn't realize that you had met Matt. And I love that they did a charity thing because I'm sure we'll talk about how involved we are in the nonprofit space um, some other time. But Yeah, well, that was actually a, a huge point because I, it is a nonprofit. And I was like, oh, my mom 
and as non-profit consultant. Oh, so you used and me? And I did. I used you. <laughs> you used me to make the connection. I used you to talk to Tyler. Good. And then I DM'd, like, the account leader, and they responded, and I was, like, pretty sure it was Tyler responding, because they were like, oh, wow, you were so fast getting us the information. I was like, yep. I so love that. Well, Sarah, I DM'd with Tyler. <laughs> I think that's very cool. I also am very appreciative that you used all the tools in your toolbox to yeah, uh, very resourceful, very resourceful. So you um, use the nonprofit connection to uh, connect there. That's that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about Matt's season. It should be interesting. I'm I'm watching kind of the uh, all. I've been like every time they're showing a new preview of it, they add a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited to to check it out. It looks like it's going to be good, and we will be there watching. Yes, we're going to be watching. And we're going to be recapping the episodes, to discussing our thoughts, discussing any Bachelor news on the podcast. So the podcast will come out weekly, hopefully on Tuesdays, you know. Obviously, my mom's a full-time job. I'm a full-time student, but we're, we're going to try and get those out uh, the Tuesday after the episode airs. So. That would be great. Also because it'll be really fresh in, in, our, the, heads. in our heads and also in the, in the minds of people that are listening. So I think that that is definitely our goal. It'll be... It'll be great. Yeah. So also just to, you know, start off um, or continue, what were your kind of overall thoughts on Tasha season? Because we kind of had this idea of doing the podcast in the middle of Tasha season. And we we're like, ah, should we just jump in? Should we wait? And we thought we would wait and really get a fresh start. Yeah. Um, but what were your what were your overall thoughts of Tasha season? I guess also Claire's. Oh my gosh, I have so many thoughts. I mean, okay, so let's start. Well, I just want to start with one overarching thought and then we can like dig in a little okay. bit. Because I've been thinking a lot about this, mm-hmm. and I, we've watched, like you said, Sarah, a lot of Bachelor, Bachelorette couples, all through Bachelor Pad, all of them, right, Bachelor in Paradise, and there aren't that, I mean, there are a lot I've rooted for, mm-hmm. okay, but there are a couple of couples that I just felt were super connected and authentic in their feelings, and I really rooted from that for them, yeah. and I will say, Tasha and Jack, uh, Zach, sorry. <laughs> Jack. Zach, who the heck is Jack? Tasha and Jack. <laughs> I really rooted for Tasha and Jack. Right, I, I met Zach. But they were, I really thought they were connected in that proposal at the end. I mean, when I, you know, that was just amazing. So I was really, really, really happy with the outcome there. I was really happy for both of them. I thought that they were, I thought that was a really great love story. Yeah. No, what about I agree. you? I I really felt their love, and it was crazy because we really did get, we got two engagements out of the season, which is interesting, and, you know, Claire and Dale were, I want to believe in their love, like, maybe it really was love at first sight, I don't know, I will say, I think I believe in Tasha and Zach's love story more, maybe it's because I watched it unfold more, but that, that engagement, like, I can't remember the last engagement that really brought me to tears. And when right. I when I think back to the past seasons, I mean, they weren't, like, we haven't had a success story in a while. I mean, um, before Taysha was Peter season, who he had the whole Hannah and Maddie, mm. now he's with Kelly issue. Before that, it was Hannah B, who chose Jed, and that didn't work out. And before that, it was Colton, who chose Cassie, and that didn't work out. Before that, it was Becca Kufrin, who chose Garrett, and that didn't work out. So it's like, We've been on a bit of a not great streak recently mm-hmm. of a streak that was pretty good because then before that was Ari and Rachel Lindsay who are all still with their people. Um, but I felt like Taisha really, I really did believe in their, their, their love story. Like, I don't know. I just, when they were both, they both just seemed so like 
emotional about like the opportunity of like spending a life together you know I know I know I I, I agree I, I thought that too I'm very very hopeful I'm always hopeful though I will I will admit that I'm always a sucker at the end and I always hope but sometimes you and I will look at each other with a little bit of that doubt of hmm will this will this work I the I do the Claire piece of the season I was nervous I have to admit um, I'm happy for Claire and I'm happy for Claire and Dale and of course I always want people to find their person but when that season started, first you had the whole quarantine thing, mm -hmm. okay, and then the anticipation of the season coming, and then it was airing and how they were going to do it, and then just the way that all went down, I was like, I felt really bad for all the guys that were there. I just, yeah. that was like, I was nervous. I, I don't know if it was Claire as the bachelorette or that she had already kind of found that connection with Dale, but there are some, like... There are some moments that I think back on when I was watching all these guys try to absorb what was happening yeah. while they were there. That so I'm so glad when they when that scene when Tasha walks oh, in. Right, let's talk about that when she walks in and they all look like they're hopeful again. I know they all just get the biggest smiles because she's so like radiant, you know. She and does. So she is. She just has such a great energy about her. So it was. It was very refreshing. I think the guys were definitely, like, feeling down. And then to see, like, Taisha walk in, and they were all like, yes. But I do think something, too, about that I did mention to you before about Zach and Taisha was that I really felt like Zach was a cast for Claire. You know, he was on the mm -hmm. older side. Like, I don't know if they would have, if Taisha was the bachelor from the, from the get-go, like, I don't know if they would have casted him. He seemed to me, like, when I looked at the cast of guys, it was like, the younger ones, like the Brendan and the Ivan and the Ben, like I could have seen just automatically being casted anyway. Like they're good looking guys, they're good guys, whatever. But Zach, I feel like as he was probably like more older, might not have been a traditional cast for the show and they might not have casted him for Tasha. And it's like, I think because like, it just all worked out. And I think Zach really touched on that. He was like, like you are, like I was here to meet you, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was just like, even though originally that wasn't really... Right. I mean, this is such a good point, Sarah, because you think about how many things had to align mm -hmm. for them to come together. Yeah. I mean, you had to have the whole Clairedale thing. You had to have the fact that he was casted. You had to have the fact that they needed a second bachelorette. I mean, all of the things that had to come together for for Zach and for Tasha's romance to actually happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, that does... Yeah, I, and I agree. I think... It's so funny when you were describing how when she came in, it was like this burst of energy and, and all the guys had hope. I was thinking, we felt that way sitting yes, there watching we it. We were, like, I yes. was, we're like, yes, finally our season back. Because I was, I have to admit, I was getting a little like bored. Yeah. Um, which I've boring. never had in all of the episode seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. I've never felt bored. Yeah. And this was, it was a season of a lot of firsts. You know, it was our mm. first double back I mean you had the whole Caitlin Britt years oh, ago yeah. but they got rid of one after the first night not like a mid-season switcheroo um first with two engagements and one bachelorette season but it was also in a while the first time that they've hit the bachelor before the season air usually you get kind of like a fan favorite from the previous season they kind of picked Matt James and I see why they did. I think he's a great choice, and I found it very enjoyable to watch the season and not think, oh, one of these guys is trying to be the best. Right. Such a good point, because that's always, I, I, you know, used to be who's going to win The Bachelor, used to guess. Then it yeah. was like, who's going to win The Bachelor, and who's going to be the next Bachelorette? It was yeah. like, you always had two things kind of you were thinking, or this person would make a good Bachelorette, or 
So that, you're right, we had no bias around that. It was mm-hmm. like, this is really, we knew who the next Bachelor was going to be, so the guys that were left, you know, Ben and Zach and Ivan and they Brendan. were, and Brendan, they were all, you know, I they wasn't were really, out. they were out. I wasn't really looking at them as potential. Do you ever think, though, that they... I do, and that was, that was the question oh. I was going to ask you is, hmm. of those four, let's say, who would you have picked to be the Bachelor? And, you know, it's interesting, I think I would pick Ivan. Ben just wasn't my cup of tea for some reason. Like, I understand the appeal, but it was just, he wore a t-shirt that had, like, a really big collar on it one time, and I don't know, I just couldn't move past it. Um, Brandon, I think, would have been, I don't know if he had, like, the dynamic enough personality for it, but also you never know which just editing, and I think also right. because he sent himself home, like, the person that sends sends himself home and hurts the bachelorette never gets picked to be the lead. Right, you know? right. So I think it would have to be Ivan. And I thought Ivan was a very, like, stand-up guy and yeah. good-looking. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I tend to agree, maybe for different reasons. I mean, I think... I agree. I think I think maybe Ivan would have been my pick. Um, I agree. I, I liked Brendan, but I felt like he didn't really... Maybe wasn't ready for this whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, and if he wasn't ready for this, you know the relationship with Tasia, then I don't know how he could maybe do the bachelor thing. But I have a feeling he he's perfect in my mind for a bachelor in paradise. Or bachelor in paradise, paradise, sorry. Yeah, yeah bachelor in paradise. No, I think all of these guys will be on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, I think they would I think they'll be Who I would you I guess we have this whole cup of girls coming in, but you um hmm. you also have the girls from Peter season. So, you know, you have Maddie and Hannah Ann and hmm. Victoria F. And Kelsey, those were, you know, Peter's final four. Yeah. And so would you, would you put any of them together as couples? Like any really early predictions? Oh, for Bachelor in Paradise? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What about, what about, like, um, I could see Brendan and Maddie because. Yeah. Basketball. They're both basketball people. That was really, yeah, you're, wow, Sarah, I'm impressed. This is why we have this Bachelor for the Ages, because you're going to remember all the details, and my senior brain is going, is not going to remember all the little details, but I just, and when they get together Bachelor in Paradise this season, I'll be like, called it. (laughs) I was thinking Ben and Hannah Ann, what do you think? I could see that. I, I could maybe see that. See that. I and I could like... see Victoria F. with Ivan, even though, did you know that she was, like, with Chris Soules? What? Over quarantine for a bit, I don't know, it was very... Who knew? In and out. Well, the news, the media did. <laughs> wow, Chris Souls. Oh my gosh, that goes that goes way back. Way back. Yeah. And Whatever. speaking of that, I mean, thinking about old bachelors and bachelorettes, yeah. who was, who do you think was like some of your favorite bachelors of all time? Some of my favorite bachelors. Um... Do you need to look up a list? No. I'm, well, I'm looking. I know who some of my favorite c- contestants were. Um, like, I was a huge JP yeah. fan. JP and Ashley fan. Um, but he was not the Bachelor, so... Yeah, she was the Bachelorette. She was the Bachelorette, season. so that was their season. But I would say... I really liked... I liked Ben. I mean, I liked Ben, ben Haggins was lo- very I would have likable. liked him a little bit more if he picked JoJo, but JoJo ended up with Jordan, and I'm, ha- I'm very happy with that couple, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I liked him. I liked I liked Sean. I mean, he was kind of like yeah, a... he was nice. He was nice. He's like good American, yeah. kind of, and I like... I love his story. Um, 
I, I, I don't know. I liked, I thought, I don't, I have my, you know, it's interesting. I have my opinions on a lot of them. I liked Andrew Baldwin. I don't, was he I don't, way before your time? He was yeah. the pilot. I don't um, think I, him. I kind of liked his season. Um, you know, what's interesting as I look down at the, as I think about all the bachelors, there are some that I really did not like. <laughs> I mean, I liked a lot of them, but there were some that I have like really strong feelings about. Like, wow, that was not a good season. That was not a good season, or I didn't like the way that ended. Um, yeah. And I don't know if I have too much of a feeling of that on the Bachelorette side. Like, there were some. Yeah, no, I think I agree. I think I, I think I'm neutral on a lot of Bachelors. Like, there's yeah. some I'm like, like Colton season. Like, I'm not like, yeah. oh, I don't like Colton, but like, it wasn't my. It didn't do anything for me. Right. I don't, remember that season whereas I feel like a lot more times with the bachelorette seasons I just I like their decision making more so I like their season more yeah you know? I think that's right well maybe okay so we have to own this maybe it's because we're girls and we can relate yeah. to the bachelorettes yeah, more and I so agree. I guess I guess Sarah at some point we'll have to have some maybe guests in on our podcast mm-hmm. so obviously we could get some guy opinion on this yes because we force our Brother, brother and, and father, dad, yeah. to watch the show with us. Yeah. So it would be interesting. So we get, can get male opinions here. Yeah. So we're gonna need to bring them in because when you when you when you just said that about us relating more to the, I'm thinking maybe that's because they're girls. Yeah, and it's even interesting because it's like I think your initial reaction when I asked you know who's your favorite bachelor of all time it was. Well, I know yeah. my favorite Bachelor contestant, JP, because, like, I think you related to Ashley in that moment. Like, you would have picked JP. Yeah, that's true. Do you know true. what I mean? And I think when I even think about, like, my favorite couples from The mm. Bachelor, the Bachelorette, like, all-time couples, it's it's a lot of times when the, when the girl picks. Like, I love JoJo and Jordan. Mm. I like Desiree and Chris. Yeah, you know, you're right. I also go way, way back to um, Trista and Ryan. I mean, they, I mean, they're, look, and they're like the couple that everybody, they put yeah. back. I mean, they're the ones that everyone look up to. I mean, that, that was an amazing season. And I was like, so excited about Trista because Trista was on the very first season of The Bachelor as a con- contestant. And mm-hmm. then she went on to be the first Bachelorette. So she was like the first example of pulling somebody from a previous a season. season. And so she picked Ryan and that was, that was great. But you're right. A lot of the couples, oh my gosh, JoJo and Jordan Loved them. Loved them. Loved that season. That was so great. It was such a huge, um, you know, always rooting for her. Yeah. Right? Yeah, she was just, like, even, like, I loved her on Ben's season. I thought she was just, like, such a gem. And then yeah. we found out she was the Bachelorette. And that, I remember when Chris Harrison, like, announced it. It was just, like, he was, like, and she was on stage already. Oh, and he yeah. started pointing off stage. And we were, like, no! And then he, like, did a quick switch. And uh, it ended up being JoJo, and that was a great season. That was great. So I have a question for you, Sarah, because you've watched... I mean, I, when I've watched The Bachelor, it's been my, like, adult life, mm-hmm. right? But you've really watched it from being a little girl yeah. up through. Um, so so tell me about, like, that experience. Have you... What have you... What have been your impressions as kind I think of growing one of the up weirdest, with The Bachelor? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's been in my life longer than it's been without, you know? I know? I think one of the weirdest parts of it is, like, growing up, it was like, oh, like look at these, like, older people, you know, like, and now I'm kind of, like, getting to be the same age as the people on the show, and that's a little strange. It's, like, these used to be kind of, like, oh, this is what happens when you're older, and I'm, like, oh, like, this is my age, and, like, this is what these people are doing, um, so that's kind of been interesting, but it's been fun, and I think you really, 
have seen as the time goes on, like, things really do change. Like, people become, like, huge stars after this show, really. Like, they have so many Instagram followers, and they become influencers, and all this stuff. So, you really have just seen... I think there's maybe a lot of people more... There's a lot more, like, other benefits that go on the show. Like, I think originally, you know, whose season was he on? I think he was on Jillian's season of The Bachelorette, who... Jillian had her show on HGTV, and his name was Wes, and mm. there was a huge thing about him, um, like, going on for his music career and blah, 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 and it's like, I don't think his music career really took off because of the show, you know, but it's like, now if he were to go on, he would probably get so many more Instagram, like, I think there's a lot more that entices people for the wrong reasons, mm. and I'm using air quotes, you can't see me, but the <laughs> wrong reasons, um, Right. Been in the earlier seasons, which has been an interesting. Yeah, you're right because as 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 the show has has evolved, so has social media mm-hmm. evolved, and that really, you're right. We could maybe talk one time just about the impact of social media. I'm sure that's an interesting kind of con- conversation. But I, I definitely. So I have to just. I'm gonna just own this because our name of our podcast is Bachelor for the Ages, and I just. I was criticized quite a bit by my friends and my colleagues because I let my little daughter watch the show with me. And I always used to say, I just have so many teachable moments with her. Like, we watch the show and we can debrief and we can see kind of, you know, what's good, what's not good. Like, we had a lot. So do you, so I just want to, like, really open it up, Sarah. You can be honest with me. Yeah, did you feel... Oh, God. <laughs> Are you nervous? I'm on the spot here. Like, <laughs> a little bit. But I just am curious, like, did you ever feel, like, watching it all those years, like, oh, this is... I shouldn't be watching this, or did you feel like it wasn't... You weren't ready for it? I mean, like, it was you, inappropriate? You can own you know, that with me funny now. because as I was, you know, I've been... We've been thinking about making this podcast for a while, and this first episode, since we weren't recapping anything, was really just kind of us chatting you know yeah and I was thinking about things we could you know talk about and the thing was is we never really started the show just me and you we started it with me and you and dad and Justin so I remember though when there used to be these big like kissing scenes like dad would cover my eyes (laughs) and like I remember being like dad like stop it's fine but no I never felt like I was like in over my head but I will say like I didn't understand what, like, the fantasy suites were until, like, later on. Um, That's funny. Yeah, like, I always thought, like, I, in it was funny, too, because I didn't know what the word forego meant. And, <laughs> and, like, I remember, like, and I really didn't learn it until, like, I, I mean, at high, at high school, I knew what the fantasy suites really were, but, like, forego, I always thought was, like, I don't know. I didn't... I thought it was the opposite of, like, the meaning, so I never understood, like, forego your separate, like... Your individual rooms for a night together in the fantasy suite. Yeah. So that was, like, interesting. I remember there was one... I think it was also Jillian's season. It was, like, Jillian and Ed, and they were, like, really... They filmed a lot in the fantasy suite, and I remember you were, like, Sarah, go to bed. We need to, like, (laughs) monitor this before you watch it. I did? Yeah, that was... And I was, like, really, like, not happy. (laughs) I was like, are you kidding? Um, but right. yeah. Well, I, I feel know. better now because this has been something like a long time and I've always felt like I would never, ever put you in front of something that I didn't think you could handle first mm-hmm. and two, that it wouldn't be fun for us. And so you were, we have been, you have been watching from when you were very, very little and, um, but I think we've, well, the good news is we have this whole thing. We have all this history of all these I couples know. together. Um, but 
I never felt that way and I never, I just always defended my choice and so I feel good you know, talking to you now as a grown woman here yep. that you, uh, you never felt like I totally impacted you in any negative way. No, no, I wasn't that. like a... If a, anything, maybe it gave you a little bit of some, you know, ways to behave on a date or things not to do or maybe yeah. something like that. No, I definitely, I think it did. I think it's a big teachable, you know, what not to do and also, right. I don't know, it's fun, like... Yeah. I like, it's very, it's very romantic, you know? Yeah, And I it think is. it's, it's it taps into, like, the idealism more. Like, I think I'm more, like, I have higher standards maybe than, like, other people. And I think part of it has to do with this. Yeah, because you want, yeah, because you want to. I want to be swept off my feet. And you should be. Thank Don't ever much. settle for anything less than being swept off, swept off your feet. That's for sure. I love it too, Sarah, because it's like we'll watch it, and then I know I'm thinking something, and I'll look over at you, and I know you're thinking yeah. the exact same thing. Yeah. So that's been kind of fun. Yeah, and it's fun, like, during – I mean, we really don't let many people watch with us, actually, because – I can't stand the chatter over the show. And I think a lot of people watch it as a, like, they troll it a little bit. Like, they joke around and they make fun of it. But, like, we're really in it. Yes. And so it's like you talk during the commercials, you know? Totally. No, that's so true. And then if we miss something, we have to rewind and yes. watch it again. So. 100%. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like that's kind of getting to know us. I will say maybe we can close off on talking about how we came up with the name. I don't think we really touched on kind of the multiple ways it relates to us so yeah I don't know if you want to sure well so we wanted something a little bit you know we wanted to do a, a podcast wanted to talk we know that there's a lot of other great podcasts out there that debrief the show um so we had to we were thinking about what makes us unique and I think it's obviously that we're a mother-daughter duo in all of this and so what we liked about it is we wanted to kind of play off the fact that you're going to get two perspectives for different age groups. Mm -hmm. um, so, and also that there's just this longevity of The Bachelor. It's had so many seasons. It's really been through the ages. I mean, since started watching it to today has been decades of time. So it's been, the show's been on for the ages. Mm -hmm. You and I are kind of talking Bachelor for the different age groups. Yeah. And we could talk about it for ages. I feel like it's just always <laughs> right. a conversation starter. And so we True. kind of had three yeah, different tie-ins as to what, kind of, what the name means. Yeah, so now everybody knows. But that that was, like, really important, I think, to both of us to find something that tied. And you should... I, we won't show you what's um, kind of hit the editing room floor as all the other names we possibly came up with. <laughs> and it was so funny when we were going through them. We, we One of us would shout one out and the other one would be like, Oh, no, no, no. But then we both liked Bachelor for yeah, the Ages. Yeah, I think you actually came up with it, and I was like, oh, no, no. And then, like, 30 seconds later, I said it again, because I, like, forgot, <laughs> and I thought it was my idea, and my mom was like, yeah, well, I you think know, I once, just said that. Well, once it was your idea, it was a good idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I know how that goes, yeah. you know. So yeah. once you came up with it, I knew, oh, gosh, even though I know I just said that 30 minutes ago, she said it, so we're going to be good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so I think that kind of wraps it up. So let's just say, so their next session we're doing, it's going to be all about the opening oh, night. Opening episode, opening night. I'm so excited. It's one of my favorite episodes of the year. Because I feel like the first episode, there's just so much hope. You're meeting all the girls. You know, you can make all the predictions. Yeah. And then it gets a little slow in the next, like, I think week two to four because you're kind of, like, whittling out. There's a lot of, like, right unnecessary drama. And then you really get to, like, the romance and people actually right. start falling in love and I feel like it picks back up then and we're always I, I can't wait for the predictions because I yeah, feel we like we love it we love it and it's like we kind of 
get to know people right from that very first instant or how they show up when they introduce when they meet the bachelor the mm-hmm. bachelor for the first time says a lot i think about their personality yeah and it, it's gonna be new for us because we're gonna really have to like take note of things that stand out to us we remember to talk about it yes we're gonna have a lot to talk about i'm Definitely. excited about matt i'm excited about a new season i'm excited i haven't had to wait months for it me too so i'm so excited sarah we're gonna be we're gonna we're gonna do it we're gonna do it do the damn thing all right well thank you for listening thanks everybody this is the bachelor for the ages podcast she's deb i'm sarah we'll talk to you next week <laughs>